Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. And yes, 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 I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is so great and he is greatly to be praised on today. And y'all, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited, first of all, because I have Jesus, the love of my life. Glory to God. And second of all, my mother, she turned 59 on today. Hopefully, she's not uh, worried about me saying her age, but anyway, she turned 59, and I thank the Lord that she is still in my life, that she is still alive and well, and I just pray that the Lord will continue to add many more healthy and prosperous years to her life, but you know what, y'all? I'm going to get right in on the lesson or the message on today, and I am so excited about this word from today of today, and I hope that by the end of this y'all are excited and are encouraged glory to god and so on today's tell it like it is tuesday the title is overlooked by man overlooked by man and i'm talking about mankind overlooked by man but chosen oh lord mm -mm. wait a minute let me use anointed because that's ooh. That's a bad word, but it means the same thing. Um, but anointed by God, overlooked by man, but anointed by God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I'm going to need y'all to get excited. I'm going to need y'all to get excited on this message because I'm telling y'all, man... <laughs> Man is temporary, but God is eternal. And when you have God's anointing on your life, glory to God, that's all that matters. It don't even matter if man overlook you because when it's your time to shine, you're going to shine for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's going to bring you from the back to the front. The first shall be last and the last shall be first, y'all. Ooh. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, I got so excited about this word, and I know there's so many other people out there uh, that is feeling the same way I am, and I know, I know this message is going to bring encouragement to some, to some, glory to God, glory to God, but let me get in on a message, um, I know, you know, some of you might have was overlooked for a job, some of you might have was overlooked for a position. Some of you may be being overlooked by people. Glory to God. But you are still anointed by God on today. And let me give you some definitions because we, we always need knowledge and we need understanding. So let me give you some definitions. Overlooked. Overlooked. Glory to God. Failed to see. Failed to see. Look past. They look past you. <laughs> Glory to God. Ignored you. Let me say it again. Let me get let me give you these definitions again. Failed to see. Look past. Miss or ignore. Those are some definitions and some synonyms for overlooked. Now let me let, ooh, ooh, let me let me tell y'all about anointed, because people like to use that a lot. Ooh, anointed, chosen by God, set apart for a specific holy purpose set oh that that thing oh that thing just burns up in me oh yes that fire okay set apart for a specific set apart for a specific holy purpose god's presence is with you and his favor rests upon you Ooh. That I was when I when I began to study this, I was getting excited, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm being to stay in my seat, y'all, because I'm so excited. I'm trying to stay calm so I can get through this whole lesson. But woo, overlooked by man, but chosen by God. You know what really got me stirred up was this past Sunday school lesson, and it was talking about like overlooked, but it was talking about it in a different context but um i'm gonna bring some of those points out probably in my but uh i'm i'm going to come from a different scriptural text than what they use but that got me started i was so excited glory to god and so you know what we're gonna come before you well, i'm gonna come before you today with the story of david see this is why you 
have to get I. All of us need to keep our head and our face in the word of God. Because no matter what people say, no matter what the devil may try to speak to your spirit, there's a scripture, there's some scripture passages that God will send you to, that will encourage you and that will uplift you. That's why you got to keep your head in a book, not your head on Facebook, but keep your head in a book so you will know what God is saying about you. And oh, glory to God. Oh, glory Oh, God. And so a lot of us know the story of David, but I'm still going to go through it. And the number one thing I want to say is keep serving. And we're going to see this with David. Keep serving. Even though you are being overlooked, they looking past you on purpose. They looking past you. And some people don't know. They're just missing you or, hey, but you got to keep serving because it's like a lot of times these days people just want to be in a spotlight they they want their name called or they, they just want to be seen of men it's a difference in what i'm telling you on today because no 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 no. a lot of people want to be seen but not anointed no that's the that's a problem so this is not about you being seen but i do understand sometimes you know that god has you know the work that God has called you to do. You know the purpose that God has called you to. But a lot of times he has you in this place right now and people just overlook you, like acting like they don't even see what God put in you. They're not, they're not even, they act, they just acting like they just blind. Okay. And I'm talking, and I'm talking about church folk. I'm talking about church folk on today. And when I say church folk, I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about church folk, people that claim to be part of the church, but they are not. And so even with that, we're going to get into some other things because even people that may be in the church, but God, but, but because of whatever position they are in with God, it's not, it's, it's not being clear to them that you are actually a vessel a chosen vessel to be used by God. And that's that's our Paul story. But you know what? I'm going to make a part two because this is so deep on today. But anyway, y'all do not worry about being overlooked because, see, when you think about it, when you sit here and you think about it, hmm, God called me to do this. So no matter if they call my name, no matter if, if A, if they act like they don't see me, God see me, and this is not about me, it's about God getting the glory. So no matter what I do, like no matter what your position is, whether it's singing, whether it's ministering to music, whether it's preaching, whether it's speaking, uh, no matter ushering, whatever, no matter what you are doing, you have to remember that God see you. You have to keep serving. You have to keep serving when your name is not in lights. Because if you're doing it for your name to be in lights, then you are going to make an abrupt fall and a fool out of yourself. But when you recognize that, you know what, this is the purpose that God has called me to, I'm okay with serving in this capacity. Because it's him that has put this in me to do. So whenever the time is right, God will move me to a different place or a different position, but I'm going to be faithful. Glory to God. I'm going to be faithful for where he has placed me at right now. I'm going to serve the people that he called me to serve right now. I, you, you don't have to have millions of followers or thousands of followers. You be faithful to the ones that God has called you to now because you are making a difference in their lives now. You are bringing glory to God now. So it don't matter if people have anything nice to say, anything encouraging or supportive to say when God, y'all see, see, this is what we got to realize. God Almighty is cheering you on from heaven. These are mere humans. These are mere mortals we talking about. So when you know that you've been anointed by God, then you will keep doing what God called you to do. So that's why I'm saying, and, and then it'd be a lot, <laughs> why are you backsliding? Why are you leaving the church? Because people don't recognize you. God see you. God supporting you. God is encouraging you. Because I know a lot of times when people deliberately, willfully overlook me on purpose, 
God will send people, God sent strangers that I didn't even know to speak what God already had told me in my private time. He already had anointed me, approved me in my private time and some things that he was feeding me and telling me. And then I would have pure strangers to walk up to me and confirm everything to, to give me that encouragement to keep doing what you're doing. God is pleased. God see you. Glory to God. And it's going to be greater than what you're even doing now. And some prophecies I'm not going to say that have been spoken to me because the devil through people is busy. So, but I'm going to tell you, per strangers, per people from other churches, glory to God, recognize different things in me. So God, God, will bring confirmation. God will even bring encouragement and support through other humans. It might not be the people that's supposed to be doing it, but God see what you're doing. So it don't matter what man is saying. I'm telling you, you need to focus on what God is telling you in your private time. See, when you spend time with God and he have affirmed you in your private time, then you won't even be worried about the response that you get from other people, especially if it's negative energy or naysayers, you will focus on the words of the Lord. Glory to God. So, ooh, glory. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on. But keep serving in whatever capacity that you are in. Keep serving. We're talking about overlooked by man, but anointed by God. Keep serving because in that process, God is molding you. He's making you. He's making you into the person that you need to be. So when you do, when you do actually come to a place of a high status, where well, I'm saying when high, when I'm saying high status, I'm talking about where a lot of people are seeing what you're doing, then you will be able to maintain in that position of power that God has placed you in because He already humbled you. He already humbled you in private. So now you can be exalted. Because you already been humble. He you you it's a humble yourself. You humbled yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So you humbled yourself in the presence of God. Now he has exalted you. Now you know how to be on this platform. So you need to go on and let God make you. Don't rush it, don't try to make it on your own. But humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So this will happen to David. That's why I just begin so excited. Oh, glory. But this story with David, it got real deep because I was like, like, really? Like, why you do this to your son, dad? But however, we're going to go on. Now, the Lord said to Samuel. So in this part that I'm going to, the Lord is talking to Samuel and telling him that he has anointed someone else to be king. He, the Lord has rejected Saul because Saul was in a position for king, but he rejected him because he disobeyed. So now the Lord is speaking to Samuel saying, hey, they say, now the Lord said to Samuel, you have mourned long enough for Saul. I have rejected him as king of Israel. So fill your flask with olive oil and go to Bethlehem. Find a man named Jesse who lives there for I have selected one of his sons to be king. I have selected one of his sons to be king. When they arrived, Samuel took one look at Elabab. Elabab is one of Jesse's sons. He took one look at Elabab and thought, surely this is the Lord's anointed. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height. Don't judge by his appearance or height. For I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So, oh, there go one son. They like, no, this is not it. Because even a man of God, he was looking at him like, oh, yes, surely this is the one. And I'm telling you, this is even in the church building. People that had these skirts all the way down to the ground or people that talk a certain way. They look a certain way on the outside. They're like, oh, surely that's the Lord's anointing. But their heart is so full of hypocrisy and gossip and backbiting 
and meanness and hatred and self-righteousness that it is stinks in God's natural. And they be like, ooh, surely that's the one. Ooh, yeah, look, look, just look, just look. The God don't choose like other people choose. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, yes, God wants us to look the part. But most of all, he wants us to be the part. So I'm going to go on. God looks at the heart. So God was like, nope, I rejected this one. Okay. Now, he brought another one. Then Jesse told his son Ab Abnadab to step forward and walk in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, this is not the one the Lord has chosen. We're going to go on. We're going to go on. Next, Jesse sh summoned Shema. But Samuel said, neither is this the one the Lord has chosen. Okay, we're going on. In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were presented to, Sa to Samuel. In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were presented to Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. The Lord has not chosen any of these. He'll be cracking me up how people be pushing up the wrong people. <laughs> Woo! People be putting up the wrong people because they just looking on the outside of things. They don't even know their heart. Like, they don't even know their heart. But God sees the heart and the outside. I just love how my father works. But we're going to go on because, see, everybody is not anointed for a, for a, for a specific work. And what I'm saying that I might it might be sounding mumble jumble to you, but what I'm saying is God anoints who He wants for a specific purpose. My purpose ain't your purpose. Your purpose ain't my purpose. God anoints who He wants to to work in a certain position and to do a certain purpose for Him. We can't judge everyone by how they look on the outside or what they've been doing or how they are or their past life and all of this you can't judge that because the very one that you think that god has not anointed that's the one. Ooh, and his own david own father this is the part that get me david own father sent all of his sons through samuel to see if this was the one that's supposed to be anointed to be king but he never went to go get David until Samuel Samuel had to say, wait, is this all your sons? How you want how, how the dad gonna overlook David? David out here serving. David out here working hard. And you overlooked the one that was actually serving. This is the part that gets me. This is the part that really gets me. But I hey, I don't know how that tradition was back in the day. But David was out there serving, and he didn't call him in when all the other brothers was coming by. But let this is woo, woo, y'all. <laughs> this part gets me because it was ooh, overlooked by man, but anointed by God. Woo, y'all, let it ring. So, woo, woo. So it say, Samuel, like, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest. There is still the youngest. Jesse had to confess. Oh, Jesse had to say, there is still the youngest. Um, Jesse replied, but he's out in the field. But he's out in the field watching. He's out in the field watching the sheep and goats. Sin for him at once, Samuel said. We will not sit down. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. So Jesse sent for him. Now he's sending for him because Samuel told him to send for him. He was dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. And the Lord said, this is the one. And the Lord said, this is the one. Anoint him. This is the one. Anoint him. So as David stood there among his brothers, Samuel took the flask of olive oil he had bought and anointed David with the oil, anointed David with the oil, and the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day. Ooh, from that day on, then Samuel returned to Ramah. That's First Samuel 16, 1 Samuel 16:1, 6 to 13. So I need y'all to remember 
overlooked by man, but anointed by God. So I'm telling you, you keep serving. God is not overlooking you. When the time is right, God is going to make it happen for you. I keep that scripture in my heart. Your gift is going to make room for you and bring you before great men. We about to get to that part in David's life. First of all, I brought him before Samuel, the prophet. God already knew who, who he had anointed to be king. So it don't matter if you be like, oh, that's not the one. Look at what she did in her past. That's not the one. Look, she got three children. How she going to be telling us how to live holy? Look what she did 14 years ago. Look what she did. Now she's trying to tell us to be perfect. Look what she did. Oh, she don't deserve that. She don't deserve to be in that position. How is she going to tell somebody how to live? Oh, but glory to God, you might be overlooked by man, but you are anointed by God. You can't worry about what these folks is saying. I'm telling you right now, they can overlook you all, all they want to. But God will pull you out from behind the scenes and put you out front because he know the real ones. I said, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you because God got when I was dumb 13 years old. It took some years before I have I'm doing these videos. I didn't just start doing videos. It, it was a while of God molding me and making me for years, for years. Me seeking the face of the Lord, praying. Fasting, read my word, abstaining from sex, abstaining from whatever God wanted me to abstain from so I can have the presence of the Lord in my life so the Holy Ghost can take control so I can speak the words of God so my, I'm not coming you coming to you with man's wisdom. I'm coming to you with God's wisdom and that's what I wanted God to impart in me. Glory to God. So I'm just not here to hear myself talk. This is the will of God for my life, and I thank him. Glory to God. I spent and still spending time at the feet of Jesus. Glory to God. I'm gleaning from him because I want to be like him. We all need to be like Jesus. Glory to God. I want to conform to his image. But anyway, David was serving, and his dad looked over him and called all the other, all the other ones in. I don't know how that made David feel, but that was just... Oh my God, but it don't matter. Even though he was overlooked, he was missed. Oh, but God knew where he was at. That's why Samuel was like, uh-uh, these are your sons? He had to call him in. So David didn't have to make a name for himself. Oh, God see you. And when the time is right, God's going to make your name great. Get your name great through his name. I'm not talking about you trying to go out here and make yourself great. No, 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 You have to carry on a legacy of holiness, those born-again believers I'm talking to. You got to carry on a legacy of holiness. So what you do now need to carry on from generation to generation. Now and from generation to generation. So you make his name great. That's how your name will be made great. So we're going to go on. So David didn't seek, David didn't seek the position of king. I look at my life and be like, I didn't seek, I didn't seek these positions. I just was serving at any capacity. When I came back from the Lord, from backslidden state 13, 14 years ago, I'm like, Lord, please forgive me. I'm so sorry for everything I have done. And me spending time with God and daily devote. God was speaking to me, telling me something. He was going to use me. He was going to use me for his glory. He was going to use me to speak his word. Uh, don't be afraid of their faces. And why? Because to some, I may look young. And so they like, how you, how you it's the Lord. And so I started serving when I first came back to the Lord, just serving. And, and, and God, okay, whatever they needed me to do, I was doing it. And so so they needed a position for Sunday school teacher. So I became a son. And even in, in, in doing these things, I began to find my purpose and what God had called me to do by serving. I didn't seek no position. I didn't seek a position as a missionary. But what was I doing? Telling people about the goodness of God, going to different people that was not of this fold, people that was not religious, people was not in church, just going, telling, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then I became a, then I got the title. 
So no, 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 the title don't make me, I make the title. And so I was doing all these things before I got the actual titles. So I'm just saying, you got to serve. Don't look, don't look to have your name up in spotlight and you ain't serving. David didn't seek this position. It came to him. God anointed him for it. The prophet came to him and anointed him. God chose him for this position. Glory to God. So don't try to make things happen for yourself. Oh, no. God will anoint you. God, you have to realize God has anointed you for this position. That, that I'll be saying, hey, I don't care if you just keep calling me to kill. I don't care. I know what calling is on my life. I know what God has purpose for me to do. I know what he set me apart for. So whether people recognize it or not, it's fine. Because see, again, I'm affirmed in the presence and approved, hallelujah, in the presence of God. And so that's what you, everybody got to get through to yourself. Oh, glory. God have anointed you. Don't, it don't matter. It, you might be overlooked by man, but you are anointed by God and God see you. We're going to go on because I, I can't try not to make this long. That's why I got to do a part two because this is deep. Okay. So again, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Now, the spirit of the Lord had left Saul. And the Lord and the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. Some of Saul's servants said to him, a tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician to play the harp whenever the tormenting spirit troubles you. He will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. All right, Saul said, find me someone who plays well and bring him here. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Who do you think they were talking about? Okay, now not only that, he is a brave warrior, a man of war and has good judgment. He also a fine looking young man and the Lord is with him. Woo, that's anointing. And the Lord is with him. This is awesome. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, send me your son, David, the shepherd, David, the shepherd. Oh, glory service. Send me your son, David, the shepherd. Jesse responded by sending David to Saul along with a young goat, a donkey loaded with bread, and a wineskin full of wine. So David went to Saul and began serving him. Let me make this clear. Let me make it clear. Before this, like I just read, David was anointed to be king. But now he is going to Saul that's still in position as king to serve him. Not, he, David's not going to take over Saul's position as king, even though Samuel just anointed him to be king. He's not going to take over Saul's position as king because Saul was still in that position as king. He went to serve him. So this is another point you need to realize. Don't go, don't go and take over and try to take somebody else's position. You know who you are. You know who God called you to be still serve okay we're gonna go on so david went to saul and began serving him saul loved david look at this saul loved david very much not knowing that he was gonna take his position as king one day but anyway saul loved david very much and david became his armor bearer look at that serving the man that's humility and knowing that you was anointed to be king, but you are serving the king that is now. That is awesome. Ooh, see, that's why I love David. Oh, I love me some David. Okay, please let David. Okay, then Saul sent word to Jesse asking, please let David remain in my service, for I am very pleased with him. See, this is awesome. He have no ulterior motives. It don't say he do. I don't know what was going on in his mind back then, but 
he was serving, that's what the Bible said, that he was serving David and that Saul loved David. Okay, and he was pleased with him. And whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul, David will play the harp. Then Saul will feel better. See, this is what the anointing would do. Woo, glory. Oh, then Saul will feel better and the tormenting spirit will go away. First Samuel 16, 14 through 23. So your gift will make room for you. He was also a talented musician and that's what i'm y'all gotta not be worried about being overlooked by man because this per somebody in the palace somebody in the palace knew that david was a skilled player and then they sent and fetched for david to come you don't see you don't see where david was like David was, David was not pushing himself up. People was going, people was fetching him. The word obviously got around that he was a skilled player. And it said David the shepherd, he was a shepherd. And so they sent for him. So that's what I'm saying. It don't matter if people deliberately overlook you. Oh, God know where to find you. And your name, the people that do, the people that are in your corner supporting you, when the time is right, they're going to speak up for you. So you need to stop worrying about being overlooked by man. Because uh, again, when the time is right, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Now David is in the presence of the king, playing skillfully for the king. People see, some people see and recognize the anointing and the call of God on your life and your gift. And if the word is going to get out to the people that it needs to get out to, and it's not for you, it's for you to help somebody else. Because as you see here, David, David, let's say about the tormented spirit. Hold up. The Saul will feel better and the tormenting spirit will go away. So, so God, when you're not in yourself, and you're doing it for the people because you care about people, because you love people. God is going to make sure that your name and your gift get in the ear of the right people so people can be delivered and set free. Deliverance means set free. So I'm just, please stay humble under the mighty hand of God because your gift always making room for you. Your, your name, like your name, your name is being spread across places that you don't even know yet. But when the time is right, they're going to call on you because you are going to tell them what God says. You are going to bring that message of hope, that message of motivation, that message of deliverance to them. So when God gets you in a place when it's not about you, but it's about him, then he's going to make room. He, your gift is going to make room for you. So, David, stay in the field serving. I know it stink. I know that that that, that sheep boo-boo stink. I know you tired of washing the sheep or leading the sheep. But, and that's every, you get leadership skills. You get compassionate and, and caring skills. And it, yes, indeed, it's a humbling experience. So, David, or whatever your name you want to put in there, stay serving. Because in due season, your gift is going to make room for you. So we're going to go on. This is so encouraging. And by the way, I'm reading in the NLT version for anyone that needs to know about that. Um, this is just so beautiful. This is so beautiful. Um, the next thing, David. Now, y'all might know about the story of David and Goliath. But uh, I gotta, I have to mention a part before they got into the battle with Goliath and David because I'm like, his brothers is something else. And that's what I be telling y'all. You got to ignore the voice of Satan through people. And you have to ignore the naysayers because they just might be in themselves. They might not be being used by a devil. They just being their old self. You got to ignore the voice of the naysayers and keep doing what God called you to do. So this story with David, before he even got to fighting Goliath, 
I was like, these brothers. Mm -mm. Okay, so then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. I was like, man, this man is tall. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. He also wore bronze leg armor, and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. So this man is nine feet tall. David was not that tall. This Goliath is nine feet tall. And he got all this heavy armor on him. So we're going to go on. So Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion. But you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. I defy the armies of Israel today. He messed up when he said that. He said, I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Now David was the son of a man named Jesse, an Ephraim from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Je uh, Jesse was an old man at that time, and he had eight sons, as we know. Okay, we're going to skip that part. And his sons, his three oldest sons, they joined the army to fight the Philistine. David was the youngest. So the oldest brothers, they stayed with Saul's army. But David went back and forth to help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. So for 40 days, every morning and evening, uh, Goliath would strut in front of the Israelite army. One day, Jesse, his father, told David, Jesse, his father told David, Take this basket. He told him to take some, take a basket of food to his brothers. So again, his father told him to take a basket of food to the brothers. Okay? And see how they're getting along and bring a report back to him. Um, David, David's brothers were with Saul and the Israelite army at the valley of Eli fighting against the Philistines. So David left the sheep so responsible. He left the sheep with another shepherd and he set out and took the, you know, the his brothers, the food and everything that his father had sent for them to have. So he arrived at the camp, um, the at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Soon the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army. So the Philistines, the Israelites facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brother. So he wanted to say hi to his brother. All right. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine, came out from the Philistines. So now David see Goliath. Then David heard Goliath shouting his, his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Soon as they seen Goliath, they run away. Have you seen the giant, the men asked? He comes out each day to defy Israel. He comes out each day to defy Israel. Really? All you men talking about some proclaiming? I mean, come on, God, God. What? You are the people of God and you are letting this stinking Philistine defy you? And you being a punk and you running back and you ain't doing nothing and you serve God Almighty? Really? Anyway, mm-mm. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife and the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. 
So David asked the soldiers that's standing nearby, what will man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway? I love me. Ooh, I love me some David. Mm. Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? Like, who is he? Ooh, and we serving the almighty God? Seriously? Oh, no. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is the reward for killing him. But when David's oldest brother, Elif, heard David talking to the men, he was angry. Why you get angry? You, you standing back ain't doing nothing. I'm trying to find out what's going on. But anyway, David, David was like, okay, we're going to see what David say. Because his brother got angry because he was talking to the soldiers. Like, how y'all going to let him defy the army's God? Um, David replied, okay, wait, I, what are you doing? It said, what are you doing? His brother said, what are you doing around here anyway? He demanded. What about those few sheep you supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You saying David is a man of pride and deceit and he the one that be out serving? He's a shepherd? He's out there taking care of the sheep, but you know about his pride and deceit? That's why I be telling y'all people, people, I'm going to tell you, people will misjudge you. They will taunt you. They will misjudge you. But you have to know who you are in God. David didn't even address his, his, his nasty and sarcastic remarks. Okay. So it said, um, all right, let me get to the part. He just said, okay, then he said, you just want to see the battle. That's what his brother said. You just want to see the battle. And David came out there because his father told him to come out there. But anyway, David replied, I was only asking a question. I was only asking a question. He walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. I like me some David. Okay. Then David's question was reported to King Saul and the king sent for him. All right. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. And David is younger than his brothers. And he told Saul, don't worry about this Philistine. Don't worry about this Philistine. David told Saul. I will go fight him. And see, this is why I'm getting excited. Because God is raising, raising up a generation of young people, young adults, even adults, that will not sit back and let the devil defy the armies of God. Glory to God. You're not going to taunt us. You're not going to sit up here and throw threats at us. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to cut your head off in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking about physical leave. I'm talking about cutting the 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 mess, the, 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 the stronghold that, that Satan have our young people and our young adults and our adults holding on to we cut the devil's off all his evil schemes we cut your head off we government on, on your turf oh yes we're gonna take back our children we're gonna take back our family oh i gotta go on mm -mm. so he's like no i'll go fight him because uh -uh, it's too many we can't be punks in the kingdom of god we see satan taking over the children we see satan, satan taking over young adults and adults we see we see this, but yet, why are we comfortable? Oh, no. See, this kind come by prayer and fasting. This kind come by prayer and fasting and rebuking Satan. We cast him out in the name of Jesus Christ. And you can only do that with the power of the Holy Ghost working inside of you. Glory to God. And so, mm -mm, you ain't about to defy the armies of God. Ooh, I, that's why I love me some David. He was not, he was, he was a younger brother. And he was like, I'll fight him. And he's seen. He's seen the life. Like we see what we standing up against. But we are, we're confident in the Holy Ghost that is within us because he's given us the power to do it. Glory to God. And so, ooh, I've been, ooh, I've just been getting so excited because God has been linking me up, linking me up with some people that is fired up for him, that is not afraid of the enemy. Glory to God. And I'm like, Lord, I'm giving you thanks. And I, I thank God for the ones he raised it up. Because they're not going to be scared. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to cast that spirit out in the name of Jesus. And we're not going to be afraid 
or ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't care if it's popular or not. We're not going to be ashamed to live for Christ. We're going to be bold for Christ. Glory to God. And woo, I just, woo, I love this part. I love this part where it say, um, we go, we go. Oh, yes. Don't worry about this Philistine. I will go fight him. And so, like, don't be ridiculous. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. Never underestimate people that are anointed. But we're going to go on. Uh, you are only a boy. And he has been a man of war since his youth. Don't underestimate those that are anointed. You can be short. You can be small. You can be whatever. But if God has anointed you to do a specific work in a specific job, he will give you the power, the resources, the artillery to defeat the hands of Satan, to defeat the enemy. Glory to God. I don't care how big it might look. Okay. He said, okay. But David persisted. He was like, no, I'm going to fight. <laughs> David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. When a lion or a bear came, comes to steal a lamb, I go after it and rescue the lamb from the mouth. And then it say, if the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. Like, I have experience. Like, I have experience. I know what I'm doing. Glory to God. Woo, God has anointed me for this. This is what David is... <laughs> He didn't say it directly, but he like, okay, he telling him his experience. I have experience with these type of, like, with creatures. So I know how to handle myself in battle. I know how to handle myself in adversity. Glory to God. Whew. That's why you got to go through those things that God is taking you through. Those are just baby steps. Those are small steps. But when, that, when you facing that big giant, now, whoop, you ready to take it head on. Glory to God. So I'm going to go, ooh, got to go. Um. Okay, and it say, I I catch it by the law by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I will do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me. So you gotta be confident in your God. It's not confidence in yourself, because in Takia, I can do nothing, but it's confidence in God. He's in me, He's backing me, He's giving me the power I need to overcome any obstacle. Ooh, glory, any giant. And so that's why y'all gotta get excited. All right. The Lord who rescued me. See, you got to brag on your God, not on yourself. Brag on your God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Philistine. Saul finally consented. <laughs> so, and all right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Oh, see, the Lord was already with him because he already anointed him before this even happened. Okay, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor. David puts, like, David going to put on an armor. Um, and he never wore it before. So then he told Saul, he was like, I can't go in these. Like, I can't go in this armor that you just put me on. I'm not used to them. So, so David took off that armor. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. He going to fight Goliath with five smooth stones stones this is this is different because they usually don't fight with smooth, smooth stone but you got to use what god has given you don't try to be like nobody else but you use what god has given you i don't care how strange it might look to other people i don't care what they say but you use what god has given you to defeat that giant that's in front of you glory to god and so we're gonna go on then then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering. Oh, he was sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Am I a dog? He roared to David. He roared at David that you come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the name of his gods. He shouldn't have did that. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. Look at him bragging about what he going to do. See, he didn't have God on his side. Hmm. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with sword, 
spear, and javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Yeah, you come to me with your weapons, but see, ooh, you know match for my God, glory to God. He has never lost a fight. He has never lost a battle. He is undefeated. So yeah, you coming to me, you that have defied the armies of God, but I'm coming to you in the power. Ooh, glory. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I got to calm down, y'all. I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. Okay. Today, the Lord will conquer you. Oh, today, today, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Then the world will know that there is a God in Israel. That's why, ooh, <laughs> that's why I'm so excited about these, about these, ooh, these saints that God is raising up, ooh, to defeat these giants. Ooh, I'm so excited because then the world will know that there is a God in heaven. Oh God, he sits high and he looks low. Glory to God. Woo, glory. I'm getting so excited because I'm like, God, God about to do some awesome. He's about to be, who he's doing some huge things for his glory through his people. So the world would know how dare you defy God's commandments. How dare you with this proud month? How dare you support weakness? How dare you support homosexuality, bisexuality? You support that when God has destroyed two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, for this same filth. How dare you that claim to be Christians support, support something of, oh, oh, support an abomination. Oh, yes, God loves you on today. But we will not, and God do not endorse your sin. He do not support your sin. Come to Jesus. Let him wash you. Let him cleanse you. How dare how dare you support that? I'm going to go off. Oh, no, we cutting your head off. And you see how we're going to cut your head off? Not the people, but the sin. How are we going to cut the head? Because we're going to love you. We're going to love you. We're going to show you the right way. And we, we're going to guide you. We're going to give you the truth of God so he can begin to wash you, so he can begin to cleanse you, so you can begin to feel his love because he loves you. That's how we're going to cut the devil off. The devil is full of hate and pride, but God is full of love and peace and joy. Glory to God. So we're cutting the heads off of these giants. Glory to God. We're going on. All right. And. Oh, Lord, I will give the dead bodies of your men. No, today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. See, you can boast in the Lord. Don't be listening to these people. Be like, you talk too much. You're doing too much. No, no, no. You can boast in the Lord. And that's what David did. All right, we're going to go on. Today, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is. The whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. We cut off the head of this form of godliness. Glory to God. We cut off the head of depression. We cut off the head of anxiety glory to god any giant that has you bound we cutting the head off in the name of jesus christ oh god satan have came oh no he have came against the wrong people glory to god we will not sit back and let this happen all right so and everyone assembled here will know and everyone assembled here will know that the lord rescues his people oh the gates of hell ain't gonna prevail against the church and everyone assembled here will know that the lord rescues his people but not with sword and spear see this is a spiritual battle that we fighting glory to god we come against that suicide we come against murder oh no we come we come into the we gonna reach the heart 
We who we gonna reach the heart. We gonna dive deep into those issues that's causing, ooh, the root of the issue. Oh, that's causing people to go astray. We cutting it off at the root. Because what you see is a root of bitterness, a root of anger, a root of sin, a root of promiscuity, a root of perversion, a root of hatred, a root of rejection. We cutting those things off by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory. So we ain't coming with a sword and a spear. Oh, no. That world gonna know it wasn't by no sword or spear. Oh, glory. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David, Goliath, oh, he thought he had, he thought he had David. He moved closer to attack. David quickly ran out to meet him. Like, you gotta be confident in who you are in God. God got me, and if he told me to go, I don't care how that situation look, I don't care how fiery it look, I don't care how dangerous it look, I'm going in the name of the Lord. Glory to God, I don't care what weapons you got, I'm going in the name of the Lord. G-D don't have nothing on G-O-D, I'm coming in the name of the Lord. Glory, I'm about to go on. I'm about to go on, Lord. Oh, God, hallelujah. He have anointed us to do a work for him. And we must not sit back and be a punk. Most of the people in GD is because, whoo, they may have grew up in adverse conditions. The home might have wasn't right. Different things wasn't right. They needed to feel approved and accepted. But I'm telling you, whatever gang you might be in, God. God loves you. God cares about you. If you, he didn't have a purpose for you, you won't be here. You need to join the family of God. You need to join the family on, of God. Because God loves you. He will never turn his back on you. Them people that you think is your brothers will turn their back on you. But God never changes. He loves you still. Come to the family of God while you still can. Glory to God. Oh, Lord, everybody, everybody needs to be saved. I know some people that used to be in gangs. I know some people that used to smoke. But now God has made them a pastor. A pastor. And they walk in holiness. God will do the same for you. He have no respect of person. Some of them skills you use in the operation of GD and all of these gangs. God can use those skills that you are using to glorify his kingdom, to build up his kingdom. Some of them leadership skills you got, communication skills you have, financial skills you have. God will use that. Even the smooth talk you have, God will turn it around where you can help witness to others and help bring them to Christ. I'm not, I'm telling you the truth. Because if he can, I'm telling you, he can change you. You can be whatever you want. What, not whatever you want, but whatever God has chosen you to be for his glory, you can be it. It's in you. You're just using it the wrong way. Come on to the family of God. But I, I'm calling y'all out. Come on out, them gangs. God got you. God got you. He calling you. He calling you to a higher calling. You serving mere humans when God wants you to serve him, the almighty God. Glory to God. Ooh, come to Jesus. He, God, been loyal to you. Why don't you be loyal to him? Because what you're doing is leading you to hell and destruction. God is saying, come. Come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Glory, I'm not saying your life will be smooth, but at least you had an almighty God on your side. Guns is not almighty. It can but do so much. God can stop a bullet from coming out the gun. We serve an almighty God. I'm telling you, y'all y'all need to try Jesus. He more powerful than any gang or any person on this whole earth. And he got you covered. We're going to go on. So, David, oh, well, we got to get to the part. This is the Lord's battle, David said, and he will give you to us. As Goliath moved close to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. Oh, yeah, it was stones. And this man got a whole whole sack of stuff on him as a warrior. All these, uh, you know, weapons and things and, and uh, 
and protection he had on him. So David have a stone. He hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. Woo, look at that. Hit the Philistine in the forehead. The, the stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. Goliath, this is a nine foot giant and one stone <laughs> stuck in his head. He fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the ooh, David triumphed over the Philistine with only one. He took five stones, but he triumphed over one. Then okay, the stone sunk, the stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. So I'm telling y'all, God wants to get the glory. God, that's why you have to operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. It might look like Satan going to defeat you. But see, that's what the power of the Holy Ghost is going to work through you to defeat every demonic spirit, to defeat every giant that may come against you. You don't have to cower down. You can stand on Stand in the confidence of God, knowing that he have you, he is with you, he is inside of you, he is for you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rise up against you, God will condemn it. Ooh, I got to go. Ooh, you got to operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. So one stone gets this man. All right. So they had to know that this was God. Only God can do this. And see, this is what God want to do in your life. That's why you got to keep serving. Because when he bring you out, then people will know that this not you. This is God working through you. And they can see the work of God. And then they want to change their life and become like God too. So you have to, you have to keep serving and let God work on you. Work the things out he need to work out. Work the things in you that he need to work in. So when you come to the forefront, you will be an effective witness for God. You will be an effective ambassador for God because you allow him to make you in the pasture. You allow him to make you around around doo-doo, around stuff that stinks. You allow it stinks. Some situations you're going through may stink, but you got to let God work on you in that season because God is preparing you for greater. Let God work on you in that season. When the time is right, God is going to make it happen because a lot of times, I'm telling y'all, this is some deep stuff. So anyway, the bodies of, um. so wait a minute. Woo. All right, then David ran over and pulled Goliath. <laughs> David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from his shaft. David used it to kill him. He used his sword. David used Goliath's sword to kill him and cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that the champion, that their champion was dead, they turned and ran. <laughs> so you don't gotta worry about it. God got you. Um the devil's supposed to flee from you, not you fleeing from the devil. Then the men of Israel and Judah gave a great shout of triumph and rushed after the Philistines, chasing them as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron. The bodies of the dead and wounded Philistines were strewn all along the road from Sherem as far as Gath and Ekron. That was 1 Samuel 17, 4 through 52. So, you do not have to worry about anything about being overlooked by man, but you was anointed by God. And even in this, when he fought alive, he wasn't the king. God, God took, it took several years from the time that he was anointed by God in his father's house till he became king. So I'm trying to figure out why would we, we, don't think that God don't see you. We have so many stories in the Bible where people, where it took years for stuff to come to pass because it's God has a purpose for everything. He has an appointed time for everything. And so what you need to focus on is serving. Because again, let me say it again. It was several years between the time that David was anointed to be king to the time that he assumed the position as king 
several years, but eventually he will assume the position as king. But my point on today is you may be being overlooked by man, but when the time is right, God's going to find you. I mean, God already, let me say this. No, let me correct that. God already know where you're at. When the time is right, then you will be, God will place you where he needs you to be at this particular time because it's for his glory and it's to help save other people. And that's what you always have to think about. It's not about you, but it's about helping to save other people and bringing glory to God. So keep serving God, number one. And number two, remember that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Glory to God. So God not overlooking you. God see you. And some of y'all may be listening. If y'all made it to the end, God going to bring you from the back to the front. Keep doing what you're doing keep pleasing god keep serving god and people will know where to come to find you they will know because god will tell them god knows all things and he will reveal things to people god god is just like that and we got to we got to trust god and so i really like i really was blessed from this and i pray that you was blessed from it as well like i enjoy serving it brings me joy it brings me joy to help people because i know where i used to be and i know the power of god helped me and that is why i'm trying to pull people out the fire that's why i'm cutting off the devil head because i want others to be saved that day uh david cutting off the cutting off the lie head wasn't just for him it was for his his people so when it's a win when you get a win it's going to be a win for the whole body of christ but if you had a mindset that it's all about you and it's not about a win for the whole body of christ and for god then you ain't ready you ain't ready to get to the spotlight you ain't ready you ain't ready but it our lives need to be about bringing glory to God and helping others to be saved. So again, I pray that this bless somebody. I pray that you was encouraged. Again, just know if God anointed you, oh God, God anointed you, you God is going to bring you to exactly to the appointed place that he wants you to be at the appointed time. Keep serving. Again, keep serving. And remember again that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Stay humble. Overlooked by man. But remember, you was anointed by God. And I always like to say this at the end. If you don't have a church home, I'm located in Baseville, Mississippi. Under the leadership, my church, excuse me, my church is City of Refuge. Under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr., you want to grow in the Lord, you want to learn about receiving salvation, you are welcome to come to our church in Batesville, Mississippi. Just hit me up on Messenger or however you can contact me. Glory to God. Uh, I will not mind explaining you to you the plan of salvation and explaining to you how to get to our church. I also know other holy churches in other states that I can point you to. So please let me know um, if you are interested in that. But I really, again, I enjoy, I enjoy speaking on this topic. Glory to God. And there will be a part two because this is some deep, deep stuff and it's and it's encouraging and enlightening glory to god glory to god and up uh, if you would like to reach me on social media sites i can be reached at holy lady t on instagram holy h-o-l-y-l-a-d-y-t on instagram on facebook takia wally t-i-k-i-a space w-i-l-e-y glory to god I also have a um singles ministry page on facebook under i am worth it i am worth it glory to god uh i am worth it um podcast glory to god and so check that out if you're looking at me on the video and so i pray that everyone will have a blessed blessed day peace out glory to god